the Choose to Be podcast, a mindset podcast by and for students. I've been feeling really great coming back from my internship from DC. I've had to transition back to school and a new place, and I've been really loving my classes. Like I just started yesterday, and I'm just really excited to be back in the classroom <laughs> and be around students who are also learning and. I don't know what it is. I just love being in class. I just love it so much. So that's my like two cents right there. It's how, how I'm doing and very happy to be back in school and classes. So excited for that. And I also wanted to share that I'm holding uh, Cafecito con Jackie every Sunday, 9 a.m. So that you have a chance to get to know me better in an unproduced way. And you can start your week off talking to me <laughs> so I highly encourage everyone to check that out the links are in my description you can also visit my website I have a bunch of free worksheets there that I use before every semester that help me stay on track that help me stay focused and help me reach success with my classes so I highly suggest to check those out everything's in the description and let's jump into the topic today, part two of how to transfer to your dream school. So I highly recommend to first check out part one because in my opinion, that's the most important part is really honing in on your strong foundation. And you know, if you're listening to this, odds are that you are a student, a transfer student, or a community college student rather, right? that you're thinking of going back to school or continuing to higher education. And you might have a dream school in mind and you really want to be able to get to that goal, to reach that goal that you have for yourself. With a strong foundation, you'll be able to take quick and sustainable action. And in order to move the path forward, you gotta take steps. So things won't change if you don't take action. And it's gonna be a discovery process. You're gonna practice, you're gonna learn and no one gets it right the first time. So set some goals, take action, and really set goals around your life, right? If you want to transfer to your dream school, you got to get your life in order <laughs> because that's a huge feat. It's a, it's a big chapter that you're heading towards. So this is where I say Building castles in the sky is helping us paint our vision, right? We have this blank canvas. We're painting and imagining and being uh, innovative with how we want our life to look like, where we want to be in the future, to gain insight on the ideal version of our success. What, what's the best day in the life look like for Jackie, right? What would the ideal marker look like that I want to reach? So... We can't just leave our dreams in the fantasy world. We have to take action. We have to do something. We have to move the dial. We gotta drop the quarter in the gumball machine to get the gum candy. And we don't know what color we're gonna get, but we gotta give something to receive it, right? So we gotta move, we can't stay idle. We've gotta take a chance on ourselves. And actions create change. And those dreams and goals that we have fuel our actions. So back to part one, our mission statement. That's where our core is. That's what's going to be fueling. That's the quality of our work. That's what's what our pr 
where we're going to be producing from. And, you know, imagine just a juicy, amazing peach. Freaking amazing, right? Like, you want more of those peaches. You want to get those peaches. You don't want the peaches that aren't juicy and aren't sweet, right? So treating ourselves in that way so that we can create and produce this, this high-quality product, right, to be able to get us to that dream goal, which is getting to our dream school. And our mindset is the way that we talk to ourselves, creating openness to the possibilities, openness to learning, and getting back up after a hard time and making a mistake or, you know, learning from our, our past, getting better at public speaking, getting better at these things that are difficult for us. And, you know, doing that rather than letting our fears drive our decisions, you know? We'll talk about the actions to take, but we can't sustain them without our strong foundation that we talked about in part one. So really keep that in mind if you haven't listened to part one of this series. So before we jump into getting into the action steps, I'm going to encourage everyone to set a list of priorities. So what does that mean? Things that are important to you. What are you going to focus on the next four or five months? It's that's a long time, right? So you want to make sure that you have your priorities in order. For me, I'll share my example. It's school, family, work. And, you know, school is number one. That's where I spend the most time. That's where I want my quality to be the highest. So school is number one. And family, number two, because I care about my family. I'm still, I still want to be there for them and prioritize their needs if they need help or, you know, just to go pay them a visit once in a while. So family is priority number two. And work, I got to pay the bills. I got to, you know... It's a part of life. <laughs> Work is important to me as well. So that's on my list of priorities, you know, being responsive and being able to do a good job at work. So by organizing and setting these list of priorities, it's going to help you set boundaries. And you're going to be easier able, it's going to be easier for you to say no to certain things and say, you know what, I'd rather study because it's my top priority right now. Uh, I want to schedule fun, but maybe I want to do it once a month so that I have more time to focus and study, right? So still scheduling fun and activities like that, but prioritizing your school first and having that be a little bit later in the priority list. So that's a good way to frame your priorities and know what's important to you so that you're, you're able to take some actions based off of those priorities. Okay. So let's talk about school. Let's talk about some actions you can take for school so that you're able to get an idea of what's available to you so that you can start engaging and playing full out in order to get to your dream transfer school. So I'm going to just be talking about what I did. (laughs) This is my podcast. This is my experience. So I'm going to be sharing some of the things that I did and hopefully you can think about opportunities that might apply to you with what you're interested in. So the very first question I asked myself when I started community college was, how can I get involved to make a change or a broader impact to help benefit students? So one, the very first thing that I did was create Zoom study groups. And this was during the, fa- during the, the COVID uh, pandemic. 
and I said, you know, I want to help students. I know math is hard. I know math was hard on me. I was never great at math. And I also want to help students who also feel that way. So let me start a Zoom study group. And it was a daily Zoom link that I'd get on. And we'd study for two, three hours every day during the summer. It was a fast-paced class, so we really wanted to make sure that we got a good grade. And that was what sparked more. I wanted to do more. How could I impact more students? So I did more research, went on to the school website, and saw that there was student opportunities and student life and uh, how students can get engaged. So I applied and ran for an officer position as a student representative. I got in, and I, the, the doors to making an impact opened even wider. So <laughs> I was able to come up with ideas and be a part of, be a voting member in committees that a lot of faculty and administrators were a part of. I was able to share my voice and share the voices of those that maybe weren't in the room, students that weren't in, in the room. I was also able to travel and go on conferences, go to conferences and be a student panelist for many events. I helped create events, helped set up for events and volunteer and clean up. <laughs> I created like flyers for clubs and a lot of uh, professors who were having their own events. I was helping promoting all of these things. And I was also really involved with uh, a lot of the affinity groups and identity learning communities uh, on that campus for uh, Latino students and also AAPI students. And, you know, you can take it any direction you'd like. I just was taking it in the direction that I felt most passionate about. And I gained a lot of skills and experiences through being a student representative. So that really gave me uh, something to add on my resume and also my college application as like work experience because it is a role it is I am representing students at that school locally and nationally and also what I want to bring up is uh, we're talking about opportunities you can apply for at school which is awesome um, but also thinking about what you can do independently um, one of the things that I just mentioned was creating a Zoom study group for math for, uh, for college algebra. And you know that's something that I took initiative, initiative on and started myself. So start thinking about things that you can create. Is there a club that doesn't exist? Would you be open to starting a club? Uh, is there an honors program that you can do independent research with a professor um, on a question that ignites you on something you want to learn more about. So that's something that's independent that you're creating on your own because you're interested. Maybe you have a passion for media. You want to create your own Twitch channel and, you know, help students that way or a YouTube channel or a podcast like me. There's a lot of things that you can do independently and that's really that is really going to make you stand out on the application because it's something that you're doing without being told and it's, it shows that you have the energy, that you have the interest and it's sustainable. Like you're gonna be able to sustain this and that's what they wanna see because you're gonna be transferring to a big school. Are you gonna be able to take it on 
are you going to be able to sustain your time there and do a good job? Um, you know, they don't want to admit people who are going to drop out, right? So this is something to consider. What are some things that you can do independently and take initiative on? Some projects that you can put on your application. Also, there's a lot of things that are offered outside of school. I highly suggest visiting your local public library. They always have so many opportunities and like free workshops and it's just a great resource. There's so many things happening at libraries and you never know when the next opportunity will show up itself. Um, I personally didn't get any like uh, opportunities through my library. I did do my own research on Google and found um, programs that were very helpful and also organizations that connected me with a network of professionals and I received mentorship that way. I gained a lot of professional development skills as well as uh, like skills and knowledge as a young professional. Um, so I highly suggest also doing a Google search saying, you know, I'm first gen Latina uh, leadership program or first gen Latina STEM in STEM or, you know, what, what are you, where your identities? Who are you and what do you want to do? Just adding some of those keywords in your search will help have some things pop up for you. You never know, maybe a scholarship pops up or maybe an internship opportunity. So really doing those searches can also be helpful. And for me, I was in, uh, so all of the things that I'm gonna be sharing are things that I did that I was able to put on my application. And I did a lot of other things that, you know, happened after getting accepted to Berkeley. So on my application, uh, you know, my podcast, um, student representative position, I was a mentor for youth, uh, at a nonprofit, I still am a mentor to them. We have like a three-year relationship, so uh, that's something that I really enjoyed doing. So being a mentor, um, I also put starting a tutoring group for math. I put that on my application as extracurriculars. It's not work experience. It's not like a scholarship or like honors, right? But it's something that I did extracurricular-wise to help students. Um, I also was a part of the Latina College Leadership Program for HOPE, um, for Hispanas, uh, organized for political equality. I found that program through doing a Google search, and also I remember my counselor gave me a handout. Like, he just said, you should think about this, and I searched them on Google more and found all these opportunities that they have in scholarships, and it, it just goes from there, right? So. Um, that's something else that I had on my application, and uh, let's see, what else? I did take a research methods class where I did a small research project. I also put that on my application because it was independent. It was my own research question. I did work on it as a group with other f students, um, so I was able to put that on my application too. So also highly suggest, uh, you know, classwork that is like project-based where you're creating a project with your own research question to also add that to your application because, you know, it's something that you're curious about and it speaks to why you're doing it and why you're diving into that topic and that research question. Um, my advisor for my UC application told me, 
if you think you should put it on your application, you should. If you think it doesn't fit in any category, put it in the extracurriculars because most likely it played an impact on who you are and how you got to where you are and how you're achieving what you're achieving. So hobbies, you like running, put that on your extracurriculars. You like to learn guitar, put that on your extracurriculars. Maybe you like to write poetry or you like to knit. <laughs> These are all things you can put on your application. Like it's not related to your classes or your academics, but it is a way that you're showing up, you're learning, you're taking on these skills, you're practicing something. So you're practicing a craft and learning looks in many forms. Learning takes many forms. So there's not one path or one way to learn. Learning can look very different. There's multiple pathways to success. So make sure that you put those extracurriculars on your application, those hobbies, those activities that you like to do, things that you're interested in, because that's a way of learning. It's a way of taking in knowledge. So that is a lot of information. <laughs> um, I didn't even mention work experience. So if you have a job, that's also a slot for you to put on your application. Um, work experience, internships, fellowships, affiliations, maybe you're, you have mentors from specific organizations that are well-known, you want to put that on your application. You want to put every single drop <laughs> that you have on your application. Um, it all matters. So at the end of the day, every single thing counts. And make sure that you're keeping a list of the things you're involved in because once your application comes, you might forget something. You want to have a running list of the things that you've done, the things that you've been involved in, all your volunteer opportunities, your hobbies, uh, communities you were a part of, roles that you've taken on, experiences, learning, presentations, maybe like you just want to keep a list of everything. So when it's time to apply, you have it with you and you can edit it and you can revisit it and jog your memory. Right. So it's an easier process for you. So that's a, a big tip that I have, too, is keeping a running list of these things, because if you end up doing a lot of things, you will tend to forget and you want to make sure you use every single drop of everything that you did, because it's very important. Also, think about reaching out to somebody that you trust to look over your application. Some community colleges have advisors who will look at your application. They have a transfer student center. They have like a resource place where you can go to to get your questions answered for the application. So there, know that there's resources at your school to get additional help and additional set of eyes to look at your application and, you know, use those resources. They're there to help you. They're waiting. They don't have anyone coming in <laughs> to, to ask for this help. So just know that you can uh, send your application around, have people look it over, and, you know, if you have any doubts about things, make sure you ask those questions, too. Um, I know it can be very different depending on, you know, your field of study and your major and what things stand out the most, especially, you know, if you're more research based and, you know, depending on your dream school as well. There are people, uh, my community college had uh, like a resource where you could talk to somebody who is an advisor 
from that school. So let's say you wanted to transfer to a school in Hawaii. That specific school in Hawaii, there's a representative from that school that can come to your community college or hop on a Zoom call with you and talk to you about the application process. That's what I did. I, I Initially, I did not have the goal of going to Berkeley, but I talked to an advisor anyways. I said, you know what, What's, I, there's nothing to lose here. Let's just talk to an advisor. Let's just try it out. And yeah, she did give a lot of tips and a lot of the tips I shared with y'all on the on the on this episode. So they it really did help and her perspective with what the school is looking for really helped me refine my application. So I highly suggest to do that. Talk to somebody who is representing the school you want to go to and ask those questions. As we're getting to the end of the episode, want to send good luck to everyone who's applying this year and also for those that are just starting community college good luck to y'all I make the most out of the experience it can be really fun I really enjoyed my experience as a community college student and I was really involved and I had a lot of friends and like I made student life happen for me so you can also make it happen for yourself all it takes is the willingness and that strong foundation and finding those opportunities that are offered at your school. So I am super excited for everyone who's embarking on this journey and I send so much good luck your way. I really believe in you and I know that you can do it. You can reach your dream school as well. If you have any more questions, you know where to reach me. I have links in the description. You can send me a direct message on Instagram, reach out to me, ask me more questions or anything that stood out from what I said that you want to know more about. Um, I will also have all of the organizations and uh, things that I did as a community college student, the networks that I, w- that I was a part of and the things that I applied to in the description, just so I can give them a huge shout out for all of the things they have done for me and all of the support that I received from them. And hopefully I can pass that along to other students who are also looking to get involved and want to be a part of these networks and have mentors. So the list of those organizations will be in the description of this episode. And I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. Good luck to everyone. I wish you all the best and I'll be here next Saturday. Bye everyone. Thank you.